Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another night of Overtown Wrestling Weekly Podcast. This is Coach Derek Johnson here, along with me, Larry Hovden, and we have quite a time here. We've been having some good times <laughs> all these past weeks. We have, yeah. And first of all, you always got to start off with the money. You know, you, know, you got to take care of our sponsors, Flemke Insurance Agency. Yeah, Ben Flemke and uh, his highly trained staff over there at Flemke Insurance Agency. They are a one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. Uh, right down there, uh, across from the power plant, basically, downtown, centrally located. And, um, yeah, they shop over 40 companies for you. They do the legwork for you. They advocate for their clients. Um, and that's the handy part about going through a broker like that mm-hmm. is they're able to shop so many carriers and kind of compare and contrast and uh, work it out with you. Get so, the best deals. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's and thank you for your sponsorship, and uh, thank you for Mr. Max Flemke, who helps out, um, seems to ice almost every duel we have here at 220 as a ninth grade <laughs> wrestler. He's so, doing uh, all right. He's doing dang good and was just in here uh, finishing up with some sprints after practice, putting in a little extra work. So It's fun to see that when our kids do that. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach. Last week, last Thursday, the Varsity JV were at Mankato <laughs> East. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we took care of business, um, which I, I know sounds weird to say, like Mankato East, uh, you know, if we had any nerves about it. But quite frankly, they kind of almost trapped Northfield um, at the first week of January. They only lost by two to Northfield. And so mm. we were looking up and down that lineup, like, how did that happen? And pretty much had the same lineup. Uh, Northfield was missing a little bit more than what than we wrestled them. Uh, but still, it was just kind of like, okay, well, we need to take care of business. This isn't going to be a cakewalk. Yep. Um, and we know that they didn't quite have a full lineup, but where they did have wrestlers, they were all strong, well-conditioned. Um, so they're kind of a, a program that looks like they could be something to watch, you know, three, four years down the road. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But, yeah, 55-19 to 19 against them. Um, Who got the pins? Yeah, so they, uh, and it, if you've been to our meets, we, or saw it on social media, we have a, a white cowboy hat, which is the pin hat, and so you get one of those, and uh, high five down the line, and the last person on the line dons you with that white pin hat, and they love rocking that, so here's the following wrestlers that got to wear it against East, we had Parker Casas at 132, um, that was great for him, I think that was his first varsity pin, too. Uh, R.J. Renardi at 160, um, which was really fun because they thought that was a match they should have had. So, to the, you know, it seemed like it was going to be a bubble match, and then he sticks his kid. Um, and then Max Flemke at 220, who um, pinned a, uh, their 220-pounder who bumped up against Northfield and pinned Northfield's heavyweight when they wrestled. Mm. So that was no slouch either, and he got the stick. Ooh, that's a huge win there. Yeah. For Max. Yeah. And the clutch wins. Yeah, so the tight matches that we absolutely had to have, Caden uh, Lindquist at 106, you know, an undersized seventh grader that keeps on showing um, his experience, and, you know, he's he's been on the, the state and national scene for a long time, mm-hmm. um, comes from some really good wrestling stock, and he's just very poised, wrestled, quite frankly, what was a, a very mature, like, upperclassman-style match, which was awesome at 106. And then uh, Michael Renardi took on one of their studs, um, Ended up winning. I think he almost got the major, too. So he kind of poured it on at the end, which was awesome. I'll tell you, though, these, these names that are coming out, you know, the Renardis, the Flimkies, and Sorensons, 
you're starting to get some good names in this family wrestling here. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. Every week, you got those names in there. Exactly. Well, and then uh, a, a kid we're going to have on here shortly, Jack Sorensen, at 152, went against one of their strongest wrestlers. And uh, Jack fought back extremely hard. And, um, you know, it, it was a very team point uh, important match. And not only did he conserve team points, but quite frankly, could have won that. He ended up gassing his kid out near the end. So he was fighting back really well, hard. He knows next time at sections. Exactly. If he does beat him, he'll know what to do. Yeah. And then uh, Blake Fitcher at 195 went against their actual uh, stud, who's probably going to do some damage at state. Um, same type of thing where that kid got out to an early lead and Blake wore him down, wore him down. Um, and I, I think they're, they, they're probably like a five out of 10, a very evenly split match if they go head to head 10 times. So, yeah. Well, a good night there for Otana. Mm-hmm. Last Saturday, the varsity and JV at East Ridge Ruckus individual tournament. Yes. And that's yeah. a tournament that has, um, so East Ridge is in Woodbury there. And then they had, um, the likes of Waconia, um, who are really, really tough, top five team in AAA, uh, Anoka, top 10 team in AAA, and then some stud Wisconsin programs, uh, Baldwin-Woodville, who's always tough. Yeah. Um, Menominee. The ones that travel out of Wisconsin are always tough. Yeah, Menominee, so Washington here. County. So, um, yeah, some, some really stud programs. So it's, it's for only having 16 teams, it is a pretty tough field. Um, and so, yeah, the, the place winners on varsity, um, we had a finalist with Lane Karsten at 120. Um, and he had, uh, to see him mature uh, has been really fun because he's kind of tapping into that next level where his semifinals match, he flat out rode a kid for the last two minutes, didn't get hit with a stalling, iced it for the win, was just so active on top. It really reminded me of like a college-style match where, um, you're up by two or three points, and you just grind and grind and grind on top for the win. So that was cool. Um, Michael Renardi, similar type of thing. Um, he, he's one of these guys that in front of our eyes um, has turned in f- from just kind of an upper body throwing guy to now a complete wrestler where he's hitting like some nasty outside singles, has a really dangerous fireman's. And so uh, him taking third there was impressive too. He had a really, really tough bracket. Um, Kale Robb had a loaded bracket, so he ended up taking third with a really close loss Man. in the semis. Um, the number four ranked kid from St. Francis in class 2A, uh, but r- number four ranked at a weight class above him came down. So that was a really kind of uh, uh, big bout that, um, you know, Kale was up to, for, or it was a one point match, I'd say, until like the last minute. So that was close. Uh, Blake Fitcher had a pretty dang good day, too. Um, there was just, especially in the upper weights, all these kids were horses. So for Blake to take third was pretty impressive there. Huh. Um, and then Jaden Jurley was also wrestling at 120 as our non-scorer for team points, but he wanted to see how he could do there, and he took sixth. So that was awesome for him, kind of showing that he belonged to. And then uh, RJ, Michael's little brother, Renardi, at 152, was the one to watch. Took sixth place, but everything was a throw from him. He's just so electric and has say, zero sixth fear. Place, man. There must have been tough guys. That Very bad. tough, but he was just tossing people, so that was yeah. fun to watch. JV finalists at the same tournament? Yep, at the same tournament. So Isabel 
who I believe actually got matched up with uh, like one or two weight classes above her in all girls bracket. She destroyed everybody in her bracket and took first, so that was awesome. Uh-huh. And then uh, Charlie Sikora, Chuck, at 170 pounds, uh, wrestled a really good, really good tournament with a solid finals match. Um, so that was cool to see too, and won that. And then Justin Gronley, um, really close to getting a championship there too. So Justin um, of the Gronley brothers has been out a few years due to injuries. Um, so him coming back as a junior here. He's improving week to week, so it's so cool to see that. Oh, still finished second place. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Last Saturday, the ninth grade team also went out. Ninth grade team state. Yeah, they went all the way up to Mora, Minnesota. Mm. Um, and, yeah, what, uh, they lost, I believe it was 38-33 to Dassel Cocado first round. So really, really close. Um, and then Falda seemed to have kind of a stud team. You know, with ninth grade, there's a lot of programs that will throw some varsity freshmen yes. on ninth it. grade team. Yeah. yeah, just for the sake of winning it. So kind of had a feeling that was what was going on there. But, Way back, they weren't able to do that, so they probably changed some of those rules now. Yeah, they, they it's kind of an honor rule system as far as, you know, not mm-hmm. having your absolute varsity starters out there. But, ah, well, it was still fun. Okay, this week, where are you going, Coach? We are at home tomorrow night, Thursday the 26th. For alumni night, uh, we have a try with number 12 ranked Rochester Mayo and Mankato West is also coming to town. So uh, alumni, please stop out. Uh, I believe we have some kind of goodies for you, both of the snack and the um, I I want to don't don't want to overpromise, but I think we have some can koozies for sure and maybe some other stuff too. uh, Mm -hmm. a raffle, I believe. Uh, So come on out. It starts at five o'clock. We actually have Rochester Mayo right away at 5 o'clock, varsity and JV going at the same time. Then 6.30, we have, um, then we take a break where Mankato West and Rochester Mayo are wrestling. And then 7.30-ish, 7.45, whenever that's done, we'll do um, kind of an alumni recognition. Um, picture. Yep, the picture out on the mat and everything like that right before we wrestle uh, West at 7.45, 8 o'clock, some, sometime around there, so. Okay, Friday, the girls' varsity. Yeah, we, we're taking three girls up to Simley High School for an all-girls tournament. Um, that should be pretty dang fun. It's cool um, now that they're starting to single out like actual girls-based tournaments. Uh-huh. It's just a, a different atmosphere. It, uh, it helps it to not feel just kind of like tacked on or like something extra. It's its own thing. And they do a great job making a big deal of it. So uh, excited to head up there. Saturday. Saturday, we got a lot going on. So Varsity and JV are heading over to Cass and Manorville. Starts at 9 a.m. Um, that's that's going to be, be a tough match. Tough. <laughs> yeah, dual tournament, five rounds. Mm. And we're going to be seeing number 10 ranked Shakopee. We're going to be seeing number four ranked Cass and Manorville. Um, Caledonia, we're going to have... Uh, from lacrosse, we have Aquinas, which is a really tough team. Um, I think our the the least uh, strongest team that we're going to be going against is Lewiston Altura, which is uh, historically a great wrestling yep. community. All so, farm boys there. Yep, yep. So that'll be a that'll be a big day. That's going to be a day to be at. And Saturday, the ninth grade individual. Yeah, the individual state qualifier over in Jackson County Central, as always. So, okay. um, yeah, it'll be spread out a little bit, but it'll be a lot of fun. 
All right, that takes care of varsity and JV. How about the middle school? So the middle school wrapped up their season last week with uh, a home quad at the middle school, and, and that went really well. And then uh, they like to end with a, the Farmington Individual Tournament last Saturday, which was a lot of fun. So they, um, Farmington does mm -hmm. a good job. A, you know, it's so well run. B, they do a really good job matching up skill levels for that tournament. And um, I, I know being the, the father of kind of a, a newer wrestler, that goes a long way because he built a lot of confidence through that uh, yep. by having even matches. So that's cool. So they rank them. Is that what you're yeah. yeah, yep, they still rank them for that that's tournament. Good. So that's that, good. That makes everybody work really hard. Exactly. Exactly. It means matches. a lot to them. And the end of season practice? Yeah, so we're, we're still going to keep practice going for middle schoolers, a, an opportunity where they're going to be um, at the same time as uh, the youth practices that are going because we're going to build up and ramp up to NYWA uh, team state for middle school. Um, so Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Um, I believe it starts at 6.30 on those days, and they're invited to, yeah, come get a workout. I'm going to be in the room with my son, um, Coach Gabe Hovden, yep. Coach Alan Ewell, um, and, yeah, we're just going to keep going, but mainly skill build and, you know, just build up that experience and keep them in shape a little bit. You bet. There's, there's the time. If you want to get any, any extra dressing or extra time to learn a move, Yep. That, them guys are going to teach it at that one. So mm -hmm. you definitely want to come to that practice. Absolutely. That'll be a lot of fun. All right. We'll be back with more wrestling right after this break. Right. Okay. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We got Jack Sorensen here, a special guest here tonight, along with Coach Johnson and me. And, and uh, yeah, we did a little talking, got a little warmed up, so we're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> So, so this is kind of a, a, a reunion of sorts. You were saying that uh, this little runt you've known since he could probably walk. maybe not even walk. Yeah, I don't know. my wife did daycare for him for many years, and yeah. and uh, when he was in grade school and and before preschool too. I just so. remember the pool. Yeah, that was the best part. <laughs> that was a nice pool. We had a lot of fun in there. But anyway, I used to make this kid work all the time and help me load the wheelbarrow. He thought he was lifting these big chunks of dirt or whatever, and then I put him on top and he'd ride in it. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. So, yeah, we had some good times. That's the memory I got. Nice. With Jack Sorensen. Awesome. So, how is your season going so far? Uh, pretty good. I mean, probably not how I wanted to start it, but I went down from 52 to 45, and I'm feeling okay. way better. I was, okay. wasn't very strong at, 45, at 52, but now when I'm at 45, I'm way stronger, way faster, and feeling good. way better. Good. Yeah. Well, Jack, and you've had, I, I mean, this is going to happen being an underclassman wrestling, you know, mid to mid upper weights where it's, it's not easy. That's for yeah. sure. I mean, you're going again, how many times are you actually wrestling someone your age? Like it's usually not, not upperclassmen, right? Yeah. They're usually. Older yeah. So for someone who's taken the pounding that you're supposed to, I think you're doing amazing. You know, like yeah. I was just talking about Mankato East last week. That was a perfect example of like, you know, yeah. you, you took it, head on and you were actually mad that you lost even though quite frankly from a coaching standpoint i'm just glad you kept it close so the fact that you want to get over that hump even more you know ferociously i love that so that's a good sign all right what kind of work did you put in in the off season to prepare for your wrestling season um uh we went to some of the practices in the spring 
for uh, Freestyle and Greco. There you go. We went to Black Shirt Club whenever we could. I mean, we lifted on our own a lot, yeah. but we tried to go to as much Black Shirt as we could. And what's uh, Black Shirt? Uh, it's the lifting program that we do for the wrestlers. A little ton of wrestlers. At the high school. Good. And Good. then we went to the Montana camp this summer. In, yeah. In uh, Flathead, Montana. And it's just a week long. You get to run up a mountain at the end. It's, yeah. it's fun. Beautiful it's country. hard. Yeah. It's hard, but it's really fun. They work them. Yeah. They um, tell, I'll tell them on the registration form, you better be in shape when you come to this camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went to the the Thorn like weekend camps. Um, and then we also went to another Montana camp right before the season started. Oh. Mm. So. That's right. Well, and you're never out of shape anyway because, like, what's... What's your other passion? Uh, cro- running, cross oh. country and track. Yeah, uh, I'm like really good at it. Yeah, for our school. Yeah, really yeah, what, good. <laughs> how, how did how did track end last season for you? Um, eighth in the section at in the two mile, and then sixth in the section in the mile, but PRs all around. So that's awesome. Really good. Personal records, sweet. That's the way to end it. Yeah. Oh, the goals. We come up to that question. What are your individual goals for this season? And by the time, maybe by the time you graduate, um, make it to state. Just by the time I graduate, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, place in the section higher than I did last year. This year is my goal mainly. I'm not like perfect. Not shooting for anything too high right now, but I'm trying to focus on what I want. Yeah, and if you get that, then that really gives you that energy to go to that next step. Yeah. I've, I found that out. A lot of kids. That's good. Well, and last year, you, you know, we, you just kind of went where we needed you. And so yeah. as a freshman, you went up to 152 and placed fifth at the section. Yeah. So I have a, a sneaky feeling that you're going to be top three at yeah. least, if not going to state this year. So that's good. It's a big, big, good jump. And you're just a sophomore. Yep. I don't know if he said that or not, but okay. Individual goals. What's your favorite part about the sport of wrestling? The team duels, team there duels, and just like like cheering on for heavyweight is usually my favorite part because it's like it's, you never know what's gonna happen. It's, it's close always, matches. It's close matches, and everyone's just they're just rolling, but it's still crazy, especially when you get to put your hand up and like hopefully wait for just that pin. Yeah. And everyone freaks out. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Keeping you guys off the mat, too, after you get that pin. That's <laughs> yeah. always fun for a coach, right, coach? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. What's the next one on here? Favorite moments with your teammates while you were in wrestling so far? You got a couple years to go, but um, that one tournament? Or? Uh, there was this one time that Grant threw RD into the wall, and that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Is that this year? Yeah, that was this year. It was? Okay. We were warming up, and I think RJ lifted off the Grant, and Grant just grabbed him and threw him into the wall, <laughs> and RJ just bounced off the wall and went flat on his back. RJ is just like everyone's little brother. Yep. You know, yeah. he's the youngest of all the Renardis. And, and he could but, take it, too. Yeah, he's used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, what's what's your walkout music? I, I couldn't remember um, that one. It's It's rap music, but I don't... I don't love like that usually like that harder rap music that much all the time for like warming up for wrestling or anything or walking out. I kind of like the more mellow just like it's got a really good build up and then it's got a really good beat or melody mm. to it. Sure. Something that's just 
So, like, who are your favorite artists right now? Uh, Polo G, Lil Baby, and then, like, when I listen to... I like country music, too, but yeah. I prefer rap music mostly. Okay. So. Gotcha. I don't know who any of those people are. So yeah, <laughs> I, I trust you that those are real <laughs> things that you just said. All right. Well, I talked to you and your, and your brother about this because I want to throw in kind of a weird curveball question. This doesn't have to be the most fascinating thing in the world, but what's like a secret hobby, talent, something like that, that not a lot of people know about, and it kind of surprises people when you unleash that? I got like, okay, I got one, but it's got like, like three aspects to it. Okay, right. good. I'm a huge nerd. So, perfect. I love like nerdy Marvel movies, uh, Lord of the Rings and all that kind of stuff. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I can solve a Rubik's cube, and I'm not uh, uh, like a three by three. Three by three. And How can, fast? My fastest time is forty-one seconds. That's pretty dang fast. And then oh my goodness. I can solve the two by twos, and then I like to sing. I'm you can choir. sing. Yeah. Where are you gonna sing? In the shower? <clears throat> you know, Echo Road. Yeah. <laughs> Could you only you'd be legendary if you sang right now on a podcast? What song? I your choice, dealer's choice here. Doesn't have to be the sound of music. I know okay. you want to do that. Um, there's this one song I requested for the Pops concert this year. It's called Riptide. Is that by um, Grandson? Hmm? By Grandson? It's called. It's by oh. this guy named Vince. I forgot his. Okay, last let's name. hear it. Vince let's hear it though. A little bit. All right. Lay, lay, running down to the riptide, taking away to the dark side. I'm gonna be your left hand man. I love you when you're singing this song, and I got a lump in my throat because you're gonna sing the words wrong. Very Holy good. Crap, kid. Where are you been? <laughs> you you should be sing. singing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. We just figured out something. Oh guy, my gosh. All right. All right. I guess on the bus rides, you're just getting drowned out by, like, Michael Renardi's <laughs> off-key singing or something. So I never hear that. That, yeah. that was real talent, man. Awesome, dude. That was real talent for sure. Coming Jeez. up here on the mic and just... All right. No pressure, right Donnie. No pressure at all, buddy. <laughs> He's just shaking Well, thank head. you so much. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Sorensen, you are a class act and a great example. Always have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's definitely attributed to, you know, Scott and Daylene as well. So they've done a great job. Thank you for being a part of this program. Thanks for having me. And yeah, keep being a leader. Love it. We'll be. Not bad. Good luck <laughs> in the future, too. Thank you, sir. All right. That's it here for now. We'll be right back with the other guests. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Old Town Wrestling Weekly Podcast here with Coach Johnson. I'm Larry Hubden, and we got a new guy on here, brother. I was the last guy that was here. This guy is Donnie Sorensen. Donnie Sorensen. Yep. Donnie Sorensen. So at last year's banquet, I described you as kind of like the team mascot. Like, yeah. every team needs a Donnie. Mm-hmm. You are life of the party. Sometimes you, you gladly take the abuse, but like yeah. you are kind of just an all-around entertainer, and it's, it's important on a team to have that lighter side, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, I'm just here with the team. I like, yeah. It sounds like you're firing them up or doing something. Yeah, always. Yep. That's yep. good. So how's your season going this year? Oh, uh, well, 
I've definitely had downs. I'm not not gonna shy away from that. A lot of more a lot more downs than ups, but still having success on the mat, still trying new things, um, beating good guys, losing to good guys, um mm-hmm. still still chasing goals and when, other than that, good. When did you start wrestling? I started I I had my first year of wrestling in sixth grade. So, yeah. And a couple uh years behind and it still shows but yeah. you'll get better. Yeah. Yeah, I so, didn't, so I didn't last still. year as a freshman would have been only year four for you. Yeah. And you were 20 seconds away from making it to state. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, At 106. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. So you're only in year five, mm-hmm. and your expectations of yourself are going to state, placing at state, all of yeah. that this year, right? My my main goal is to place at state this year. Um Last year, I felt like I set myself low just to make it to state. This year, um, I may have not made it to state last year, but I want to do more than that. I want to. I want to place at state this year at 113 pounds. Every year, raise your goals. That's perfect. Yep. Yep. That is perfect. Yeah. What weight do you wrestle? Uh, I'm wrestling 113 this year. All right. Uh, At the beginning of the year, I wrestled 120, and uh, I decided, you know what, I was just gonna go down to 13, and uh, it was it was tough at first, but now. Now we're now we're managing it well and no problems so Good. far. So Good. Yeah. All right. What kind of work do you do to put yourself in and get ready for the season? What do you do uh, to prepare? We did a lot of a lot of training at Thorn and, and Summit to prepare for the season. What, uh, what what is Thorn? So That's a new name. So you know like the Thorn brothers? Yeah. Like David Thorn and all them. So basically he has like a camp. And it's just a wrestling camp, and a bunch of kids come, and real a lot of tough guys, and um, you know you can go there for like a week or three days, and you know just wrestle. It's pretty tough, pretty and tough. nobody there is really just bad. So all partners there are tough, and you always get a good <laughs> yeah. workout. And uh, perfect. But yeah, and I'm we're weightlifting, doing the black shirt club, as Jack said. Uh, um. Staying active in the spring. Uh, you run track? I, I, I don't know if you do or not. I, I ran track last year. I didn't really like it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try lacrosse and um, still training for wrestling in the okay. springs, too. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do some freestyle, freestyle wrestling. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Start getting them moves down where you can start throw, throwing these guys around. Okay. Individual goals for this season. I'd say to at least reach 30 wins, and uh, I want to I wanna not only make it to state but place. Um, I want to have, have a lot of closer matches with tough kids because that's what I'm kind of seeing as a pattern this year is, you know, um, tougher kids who used to, you know, whoop up on me in youth years. I'm having closer <laughs> matches, and, you know, and it's just a thrill knowing that I'm getting better and, pretty close to reaching my goals. So. Wow. So by the time you graduate, who knows where you're going to be. If you we'll got see. those kind of goals down, you're doing real well. Doing real well. What's your favorite part about the sport of wrestling? Definitely being with the team and uh, I'd say just team bonding mostly and uh, getting that after every duel, going to hang out with you know, Kale and Blake and Mason and just go. team bonding mostly and how hype it gets during the seasons and duels and individual tournaments, knowing that everybody has your back and 
um, they're all there to hold you up and support you, and that's definitely wow. that's definitely my favorite part. That's really cool. Yeah, getting your brought here That was really <laughs> good. That well, was quite an answer. And and one thing I, I specifically like about the way you approach the sport, and you can tell you geek out yeah. about moves. Yeah, you geek out about. You know, we were texting a little bit in the off season about mm-hmm. like, oh, you get, you know, this duck under series, this slide by series. You know, the other day I missed it because I was wrestling live with somebody, but you sprinted over and you're like, I did the super duck. <laughs> and so like the, what, you know, I like how your brain works. I like yeah. how you're constantly trying to figure out the sport and see it as the martial art it is. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, yeah. I love that part of what you bring to it. Yeah. And practice, um, not only trying to in live, I'm not only trying to. Uh, get a good workout in, but I'm always trying new moves and stuff that I, you know, been sent by you and um, Kale showed me and, you know, the stuff that he brings to me is awesome and, you know, even some of the stuff that I see, you know, college well, you know, guys do. And You know where Kale's getting it. He's getting it from his yeah. big brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's uh, some pretty good stuff. Pay attention to that. It really is. You got a moment, a favorite moment? Yeah. With your teammates. Favorite moment with my teammates definitely staying in the hotel at the Clash last year. Okay. That was oh, that was yeah. really fun. Um, you know, I I roomed with Landon, Jacob, and Kale, and um, it was just awesome being in a hotel room with them. They were funny. It was not boring. I had so much fun. Good. Um, that was definitely my favorite moment. Well, yeah, as a freshman, so those guys were two two senior captains and then a junior who <laughs> yeah. became senior captain. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty big honor right there yes. to be included in that room. Yes, yeah, they were like they, all my mentors last year. They were all just taking me under their wing, and Kale still does it, and something I'm grateful to have on the team. Oh my so. gosh, yeah. Well, there's a word I hear every week: these mentors. Somebody helping yeah. another yeah. person. Yeah. That's really cool. That all ties got that going. That Absolutely. really is. Coach, you want the next one? Yeah, buddy. What's your walkout music? Um, you know, everybody like on the team likes to do some rap and I've always just stuck to the same one as last year. It's Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, yeah. And it's just the build up is really nice and you know, I kinda wanna walk out song that everybody knows that I'm coming out on the mat. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um uh yeah, it's the same as last year, Crazy Train. I thought about changing it, but I'm I'm just gonna stick with it. It makes sense with your blast double, yeah. you know, just a freight train coming down the tracks. That's man. a great song. Yeah. It really is. A lot of fun. That's awesome. I've had that a lot of fun with that song in years past, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got to say, uh, like we were talking about with, with Jack, you, I mean, in the Northfield meet in front of the home crowd, mm-hmm. uh, number like six ranked Stab, and I know, what were you, two and two against him last year or one and two? Two and two. Two and two? Yeah. So he's ranked. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, came back and kind of broke him in the last minute of the match, and ended up being an eight-two match. And I see that going a lot different next time. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's that is kind of the theme. I keep talking about how it seems like almost as a team we are so close to getting over that hump in these really really tough matches and relying on our conditioning. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You're you're one of the poster childs for that, where it's just so close for everything to click so yeah. excited to see when that actually does happen yeah. what you're going to do to people and uh just you know i feel like as soon as i beat him i'm it's it's home stretch from here like i'm going to just keep pouring it on i know i i 
have a measuring stick. I now know where I am. I know I can compete with him. I know I can break him, and I definitely know I can beat him. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Good goals. Oh, boy. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I, even though I, I keep saying you're kind of the mascot of the team and everything like that, I also mean it. Every team needs a Donnie Sorensen. Yeah. You are just – you brighten everything up. Um, even if I come in a little cranky from work or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, into the practice room, there's always Donnie to just trot up and, you know, hey, coach. So, yeah, <laughs> always need that. So thank you, man. It's it's important to have, you know, all different types of personalities on a team. Well, that's and you're, and you're one that's needed, yeah. for sure. You bring up the spirits in the entire room. So no thank problem. You, buddy. That's your I'm, talent, for sure. Yep, absolutely. So well, thank you, sir. And, hey, you did pretty dang well. You really did. So I'm going to tell you, you can brag over Trey Hyatt. You can brag <laughs> over Lane Karsten. You were a much better interview. The nerves weren't going even halfway as much. So, yeah, no. yeah that's the – you and Jack both did pretty dang well. So. Yeah, shout-outs. You want to give a oh, shout-out yeah. for anybody? Um, shout-out to Kale Robb, Mason okay. Bloom, and Blake Fitcher. There you um, go. Just mentors. Mentors, <laughs> my best friends on the team. Uh, shout-out to Lane. Always being there, and that's it. Wow. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. All right. That wraps up our Overtown Wrestling Week 3 podcast. We have so much fun doing this. Every every Wednesday, we we set out a new one, and uh, so be prepared. Get ready to watch. You can watch it anytime you want. It's on Facebook Wrestling, Overtown Wrestling. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and thank you again to... Flemke Insurance Agency, Ben Flemke and his team over there for supporting the podcast, for supporting actually many different parts of what we do with Oatana Wrestling. Um, and yeah, I, the, the com- community support that you provide is uh, unparalleled. We love those locally owned businesses. All so. right. That about wraps it up then. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Take care.